0: Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. DeSantis makes a pitch for anti-vax law enforcement and first responders to move to the Sunshine State.
1: NYPD, Minneapolis, Seattle, if you're not being treated well, uh, we'll treat you better here. You can fill important needs for us, and we'll compensate you as a result.
0: Leaders at the Florida Department of Corrections are calling on lawmakers to increase funding to help the system they say is in crisis. It's an 18.57% increase over our base budget of about $2.8 billion. And Florida's unemployment rate dropped slightly in September. The construction sector added 6,900 jobs in September, joining financial services and professional and business services in surpassing its employment numbers from February of 2020 prior to the pandemic. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting. It's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise from Monday, October 25th. Today is National Greasy Food Day. Also, it's sorrowest Day. For those who enjoy feeling grumpy, this day is just for you. On this day in 1940, American military officer Benjamin O. Davis Sr. became the first African-American general in the U.S. Army when he was promoted to brigadier general. And in 1955, the first domestic microwave ovens went on sale. Florida's new Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo is in hot water for refusing to wear a mask at the office of Democratic Senator Tina Polsky, who told him she had a serious medical condition. The story has been trending all weekend, especially after a surprising move by Florida Senate President Wilton Simpson, who sent a memo to Senator Saturday stating what happened in Senator Polsky's office was unprofessional and will not be tolerated. The move is surprising because drawing similarities to the Trump White House would rather stay silent than show any kind of opposition against the governor. So the surprise is not that Dr. Latipo refused to wear a mask. After all, he is a leader in Governor DeSantis's fight against masking. But many are surprised to see President Simpson formally address the issue. Then again, it comes after a week of many surprises when Governor DeSantis, standing with Dr. Latipo, called for a special session, apparently without consulting legislative leaders.
1: We're also going to be taking legislative action Uh, to add protections for people in the state of Florida. And that's something that cannot wait until the regular legislative session next year. Um, It needs to happen soon. And so we will be calling the legislature back uh, for a special session.
0: So is it payback? Who knows? How will this impact Dr. Latipo's confirmation? Well, it certainly doesn't help. Senator Polsky was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer in August. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says cancer patients are at higher risk to get severely ill from COVID-19 and may not build the same immunity to vaccines.
1: Uh, But I can tell you, Maria, in Florida, uh, not only are we going to want to protect the law enforcement and and all the jobs, uh, we're actually actively working to recruit out-of-state law enforcement because we do have needs and our police and our sheriff's departments appearing
0: on fox news on sunday governor ron desantis made a pitch to first responders tired of dealing with vaccine mandates to relocate to florida
1: so in the next legislative session i'm going to hopefully sign legislation that gives a five thousand dollar bonus to any out-of-state law enforcement that relocates in florida so nypd minneapolis seattle if you're not being treated well uh, we'll treat you better here you can fill important needs for us and we'll compensate you as a result
0: And for any out-of-state first responders interested in the move, they will automatically get a bonus if lawmakers approve. DeSantis' pitch comes after COVID vaccine mandates were announced nationwide. Those who don't comply could be subjected to additional screenings like weekly testings or risk losing their jobs. Governor Ron DeSantis has appointed Engineering Emergency Management and Medical Services Executive Carlos Duarte, whose company has received hundreds of millions of dollars in COVID-19 contracts to the Florida International University Board of Trustees. DeSantis's office made the announcement Tuesday. The appointment is pending confirmation by the Florida Senate. More on that story is on floridapolitics.com. Department of Corrections Secretary Mark Inch is asking for $171 million during the 2022 legislative session to increase prison officers' starting salaries from the current $33,400 a year to $41,600 a year or $20 per hour. The request is aimed at addressing staffing problems that have prompted officials to temporarily shutter two prisons, close hundreds of prison dorms, and suspend work squads throughout the state. Mark Talent, the chief financial officer at the Department of Corrections, presented their request before lawmakers last week. The Department requests funding for a targeted retention pay step plan to provide $2,500 retention increase for officers and inspectors reaching eight years of service, $1,500 retention increase for those reaching five years, and a $1,000 retention increase for those reaching two years. Senate President Wilton Simpson has proposed the department should shutter a handful of prisons and use the savings about $40 million annually per institution to boost wages and build larger air-conditioned prisons that are storm-resistant. Here's your calendar of events. The Agency for Healthcare Administration will hold a meeting about a rule related to criteria for hospital neonatal intensive care units. That's at 9. The Florida Commission on Human Relations will also meet this morning. The Fourth Circuit Judicial Nominating Commission will interview applicants for a Duval County Judgeship at 9.30 in Jacksonville. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried will hold an online event with school board members about threats facing school officials because of mask policies. And the Leon and Santa Rosa County legislative delegations will meet as they prepare for the 2022 legislative session. starting Tuesday Florida will cease share purchases of British consumer goods conglomerate Unilever PLC over a decision by a subsidiary ice cream company Ben and Jerry's to stop selling its products in the West Bank and Gaza the move comes three months after Governor Ron DeSantis directed Ash Williams the executive director and chief investment officer of the Florida State Board of Administration to place Ben and Jerry's and its parent company on the Florida list of scrutinized companies that boycott Israel. Learn more on floridapolitics.com. Florida's unemployment rate went down to 4.9 percent in September, according to the State Department of Economic Opportunity. The rate was 5 percent in August and 2.3 percentage points higher from September of last year. The department's chief economist, Adrian Johnston, says some sectors of the job market are recovering faster than others. The construction sector added 6,900 jobs in September, joining financial services and professional and business services and surpassing its employment numbers from February of 2020 prior to the pandemic. Except for leisure and hospitality, all private sector industries have recovered at least 80% of jobs compared to their February 2020 employment numbers. Since the pandemic left nearly 1.27 million Floridians out of work between February and April of last year, the state has regained just over a million jobs. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramal Gomes inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.